self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i'm back bitches also known as calamity red we are Conversation Con Artists back for another wonderful, fantastic episode. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at Red underscore Calamity. Also, we are still doing the listener letter portion of the show. So if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartists at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Con Artists, and send it to us that way. I missed you guys. It's been weird to not do the show for two weeks, but I wasn't like not doing anything, so it's still been busy, even though I wasn't <laughs> recording the podcast. It's been a long two weeks. Okay. But I'll get into that later. All right. All right. Letters. Well, we have letters and responses and live listens. Only two of them. <laughs> two of those things. Um we have one from a listener that has sent us a letter in the past, and now we got some audio. Sound bad. Yep. Let's get it started. You know, this is from old episode because I've been waiting for a few weeks to address any of this stuff till Red get back. So let's get started. Okay, I just heard the part where Mr. On Point was saying that Oprah is making this documentary about uh, Russell Simmons and the accusations against him and black people, black men, whoever, are saying, why is she doing this against our community? First, the fuck of all, why are black men doing this to our community? Community, why? Why is that? Hmm. Huh? Like this needs to be this needs to be highlighted at this point because it keeps happening. It's not the white men coming in and raping us. It's our own men. This needs to be shown. This needs to be out in the open. And now women are out here trying to get guns, tasers, pepper spray, looking over their shoulders, looking under their cars because black men are out here kidnapping us and raping us and trafficking us and murdering us. That, 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 that's first the fuck of all. That's what we need to address. Okay. And this is live listening. Um, so I don't know what's coming up after this. I guess I'm about to find out, but I just had to, st- I just had to stop right there and send this in. Thank you. Love the show. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, she's not wrong. Um, so <laughs> the first thing when my cousin helped me like go to the house to move. And we were wait, you know, the movers were moving shit in. And while we were standing there, he, the first thing he said to me was, you know, you way out here, you need to get a gun. <laughs> like, and I've talked on the show about how I feel like I need to get a gun. Like, because bitches are getting kidnapped and shit. Like, it is sad. And yeah, we don't talk about this within our own community. We don't. We just tell the young girls, stay away from uncle such and such. He's weird. You know about him. 
And most of the time, they know what them uncles been doing to these girls. That's why they saying stay away it. from Uncle Such and Such. <laughs> but like, or is he? They not them children in there with Bill. Get out of it. Like, or even just like, you know, so, not even relatives that are black men. Just black men that are you meet out, <laughs> kidnapping you know, and, and raping women and shit. It is. You know, I really have no stake in what should or shouldn't happen to somebody because of their culture or whatever. If you did some bullshit, then bullshit gonna happen to you. I mean, there's plenty of people getting away with shit and it's gonna continue to get away with it. But if you did something, Oprah literally has just done this kind of exposure to two men. Mm -hmm. Michael Jackson and Russell. Like, that pales in comparison seemingly to what oprah has done for the community mm-hmm. be it employing black people be it uh showcasing black people's different uh, uh and men different opinions on her show and different perspectives when didn't jay-z go on her show and go to didn't she go to marcy projects with him i don't know I never like watched oprah like that i mean i didn't either but i feel like i know maybe I but she's know. i mean Oprah got to do a lot. She got to become the Hitler of black men to be like, damn, Oprah is fucking us up, y'all. <laughs> we need a, a fucking Oprah radar before she get the close. same argument that was had with the whole Harvey Weinstein thing and R. Kelly. The people that, that were supportive of, of R. Kelly, you know, they ain't, they ain't made no documentary about Harvey Weinstein. It doesn't make it any less fucking wrong. <laughs> like... It's because R. Kelly got like a whole little however many episode documentary and they're still I think coming up supposed to do some more it's like because they didn't make this on a white man we should just not talk about or not say anything about or not address what R. Kelly did and your whole reasoning behind that is because well you didn't do it to the white man so and that doesn't make any Harvey Weinstein you know is a jackass and a terrible human being just as r kelly is and whether or not he gets a documentary he's still a fuck we all know he trash he's a trash ass human and so is r kelly um so is the people at fox who is the guy that they had to let go the old man that was doing robert something yeah like it's been plenty of of people Yes, they don't have documentaries, but like, your if your argument is simply that well, we ain't doing it the one we shouldn't do it, none of them makes no fucking sense at all. It's dumb. It's stupid. Wrong is wrong at the end of the day, and if you know, if you're so concerned about it, then maybe you need to be having conversations with black men that you know that's doing fuck shit. How about that? <laughs> like Roger Ailes? Roger Ailes, yes. Um, have conversations with the the niggas you know that's out here doing fuck shit, but you sit quietly and watch bullshit happen, and then get upset when it's called out and feel like it shouldn't be called out, and it just that doesn't make any sense to me. It's dumb. So like, I I really have no stake in what happens. Uh, I I like Michael Jackson's music, but I wouldn't call myself like some kind of super fan or anything. Mm-hmm. But man, if you go down the rabbit hole, so one. We all know that uh, Leaving Neverland mm-hmm. was the name of the documentary regarding Michael Jackson. Yes. That Oprah had something to do with. Mm-hmm. That shit won an Emmy. Did it? Yes. 
How can a documentary that got pulled because of its potential inaccuracies and not verified information win an Emmy? But it's people on YouTube that has posted videos that go down a whole rabbit hole of all of the different, all of the different, not conspiracies, but the components that led to creating Leaving Neverland. Mm -hmm. And, oh man, it's... It just sounds like a setup. <laughs> it sounds like just a whole bunch of people that didn't like Michael Jackson for some random uh, reason uh, related to business, whether he wouldn't give interviews to people like Oprah, whether he was leaving one company and going to another one, or whether it was somebody that he kind of let go. It seemed like a bunch of people that didn't like Michael Jackson got together to make sure that this thing happened. And it sounds like it may be enough people connected to it to make sure that same project with all of its inaccuracies and unfounded information could win an Emmy. I don't know. Uh, so, but that is shining new light on Oprah and how, you know, if she were to choose to retaliate on somebody for something, she had the power to do it. She does. You know, like it's, it's crazy, but like, I, I'm not invested enough to do all the research. You know, I watch a video about it, but that being said, like, there has to be, for something to be evidence of something, you got to have enough evidence to say this is the case. I mean, just because two black men are under one person's radar for highlighting sexual abuse that very well may have happened, mm -hmm. we can't say that, oh, she's attacking black men now. No, why don't you say she's attacking sexual abusers? Why don't you say she's attacking potential sexual abusers? Why don't you say she's attacking people who, uh, whose behavior has been so sketched that it at least gives the illusion of sexual abuse or sexual harassment or whatever it is? Why you go straight to black men? That make it seem like it don't matter what bad a black man does without black men having the evidence to to know or not know that it happened, that they're going to defend them anyway. Mm -hmm. Going to defend a black man. And it's like if, if, if it's two black murderers and they definitely murder somebody and just because Oprah highlight them, you're like, why would you get mad? Like, they shouldn't have did that shit. Nope. You know? Motherfuckers, motherfuckers want people to focus on the culture, but just the good shit. Yep. You know, it's it's some problems within our culture it's that we need to fucking fix, y'all. We we can't sit out here and pretend like, oh, black girl magic, all the positive shit, everything is fantastic, and 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 act like that that the way black girl magic came to be was from fucking black girl trauma. It's again, you know what I'm saying? That meme where the dog is sitting in the house and the house is on fire, and he's like, this is fine. Everything is fine. This is okay. Bitch on fire. But your bitch, yeah, shit burning down around you. But that uh, that live listen memo was from Miss Cat. So thank you for that, ma'am. Hope you keep listening. And we have a letter from Colin. This nigga. What? No, I'm just waiting. Why you saying like that? Just waiting to see what kind of meat based title go on episode 218 she meets me okay <laughs> colin what's up y'all so i'm still going to write in but this week will be a little lighter than usual i wasn't able to do my usual live listen like i want to uh work after the new year is in the full swing it seems heavier than a lot of other ones though <laughs> it's a lot uh i ran 
The bottom line is that the U.S. committed an extrajudicial killing of an agent of a foreign nation state, which we are not at war with. No matter what anyone thinks about Soleimani, we are not at war with Iran, and he is not a lawful enemy combatant. Work slash relationship influence. Always a sticky situation. Never been involved in it myself, only workplace bullying. But man, it's hard to see people go through stuff where they're pressured into sexual favors by a supervisor or boss. Kanye. You already know that I think he's Kanye. He's trash. It would be a great it would be great if our media machine in the US would walk away from covering train wrecks like him and would not give legitimacy to people who are illegitimate. But hey, the media doesn't care about ethics, only finances. I also disagree that his music has had the type of influence as suggested in this week's episode. It did early on, but it went south after 808s and Heartbreak. The hip hop industry hasn't had anybody transcendent in a while, and the SoundCloud generation is not the one. LOL. 2020 abbreviations. Garbage. Legally. Alteration of the original abbreviation or other signing of a document would make the document immediately invalidated and would be determined to be so swiftly by any court of law. If you're afraid that you're going to be scammed by someone for signing something with a date on it, then you probably need to take a closer look at the rest of the document. The scam ain't in the date. (laughs) Also, don't write checks anymore. I can go into greater detail about this separately as I used to work in the legal department for a large American bank. That's all I got this week, Colin. I hate when people write fucking checks. Yeah, we need to get into that uh, that conversation, though. So we might need you on, Colin, uh, to help us figure out uh, why we shouldn't write checks anymore. That'll be great. I appreciate you for writing in, man. Um, I'm glad that America has gone down the path of de-escalation with Iran and uh there's a lot of memes going around uh including a client that i saw who was like we were at the end of the session he was like we can talk about iran i was like what so apparently he's just been seeing so many memes and the meme world is all about you don't fuck with america yeah we'll fuck you up iran you ain't shit um, but i don't think people understand the depth and the level of fucking crazy that iran is uh yeah i don't think people understand that shit Nobody wants no heat with Iran because they are fucking crazy. You see this shit that happened now. They bombed a couple of places and then fucking shot down an airplane. Said it was an accident. This is how crazy Iran is. And we're not even at war. We de-escalating. We're trying to say we don't want no shit. And everybody else came out and said, look, we don't want no shit. Mm -hmm. Trudeau in Canada was like, angry at Trump about the they, they plane being shot down and while yeah Trump didn't shoot the plane down you know what I'm saying but Trump they assassinated a, a, a head of state yep without an imminent threat that was an unnecessary move that right now may impact his impeachment trial not in a good way because the first time when he attacked when we attacked Syria that was cool because Syria had released the gas chemicals on all they they citizens it killed a bunch of people kids was melting and shit and trump was like fuck this bomb them niggas tell the russians to leave <laughs> bomb the motherfuckers Broom. congress was like cool i mean he did some fuck shit he shouldn't have did it and our president decided that we need to attack the motherfuckers we attacked them but see this time it ain't no justification there is no evidence that iran was an imminent threat now if iran was a terrorist terrorist organization That'd be cool. Bomb the fuck out of them. Ain't no imminent threat, but they fucking terrorists. Now, the Republicans keep saying, admit that Soleimani is a terrorist. Uh, Legally, he's not a fucking terrorist. 
we can call him a terrorist if we want to to justify our shit and what we've done but the fucking truth is that he was a head of state that's like if somebody came and fucking killed pompeo or goddamn pence that's how they're interpreting what happened and without an imminent threat behind it like trump is talking about so this shit gonna continue to unfold uh, and I guess Congress going to have to step in and say, listen, you never should have had the power to call all these strikes. Yep. And we're taking that power back from you. If you call a strike, you're going to be fucked up out here in the game because you're supposed to go through Congress to yep. do that. So I'm glad we've gone down the path of de-escalation. Nobody want no heat with Iran, not because they uh, supersize army, not because they follow rules and going, you know, um, um, go with any packs or any. Um, deals that we make is because they are fucking crazy and yeah. whatever weapons they got yeah we can destroy them after something happens but what's going what's got to happen how many american lives got to be lost how yeah. many attacks have to happen before we be like oh yeah we can defeat them now but just like with al-qaeda all the people died in the fucking twin towers yeah and now all of these firemen and people got cancer because of uh, helping the Twin Towers and our government ain't even trying to give them money to help them take care of the shit they got when they were the fucking frontline heroes. You know, so. America. America, man. America. Have you ever been in a situation where you had a boss that implied something sexual or inappropriate towards you? I mean, it doesn't really. I guess it counts, but. <laughs> so I. um maybe i don't know when was i working for walgreens do you remember it was a while ago uh it was about three years ago about three years ago i worked for walgreens i had you know just making some extra money so i took on a second job and the little manager who was like fucking like 25 or some shit this little white kid um had a crush on me i guess i don't know but <laughs> he would find like times like uh, if I was in the back looking for something, he would come up behind me and put his hand at my waist. Not appropriate at all. And I eventually did have to say something to him about it because it's like, yeah, like I don't like to be touched <laughs> in general. Just, could could you not do that? He didn't get upset, but you know, technically. He was my um, supervisor, I guess. That's pretty much the only time. He stopped doing that? Yeah. I mean, I look mean, I think. So people. <laughs> and again, this is a little like probably my, maybe a little bit shorter than me, white boy. <laughs> like, he ain't want no smoke. He wanted the chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's he. He didn't get it. He didn't get it. He had to go find him some other chocolate. But um, but outside of that, uh-uh, I've never. But I mean, I've all the job. I'm trying to think if I've even ever had a boss where that would. When I worked for 911, I, my, I mean, I, that's not to say that it could happen. But my boss was a woman. At AUM, it was like old white men. I guess that could have happened, but it didn't. Um. The job I had before this one woman boss and my current supervisor's boss uh supervisor the woman so no i had that experience thankfully well good for you i'm a dude so <laughs> um i've only had like co-workers that were gay mm. tripping 
you know, and being like inappropriately forward. I haven't talked to you. We have been talking like we usually do. So I I miss telling you this, but there's like a nurse where I work at now that everybody just really hates her because she's, I, I think she's manic all the time, but neither here nor there. I was up filling out some paperwork bent over the desk and she came and walked past me what did she say i don't even remember what she said but she hit me on my butt with a folder <laughs> and of course you're at work bunch of women around you get hit on your butt it's kind of like what the fuck like i was very and so i said something to my supervisor about it who wanted me to go do this whole like formal complaint and stuff i was like i'm not gonna do that because i feel like she on her way out anyway just because she's incompetent as fuck as a nurse um but that shit was weird because i was like why would you i'm talking about like hit me hard on my ass <laughs> and i don't remember what she said it was i don't even know she didn't say anything sexual when she hit me on my ass can't remember what it was but i know it wasn't like that but little shit like that has happened but nothing nothing major nothing concerning she trying to get you in that work closet i hope not i knock her ass out <laughs> you sure Yes, she she's might old. Knock your ass out. She's old and like how old? Like late fifties, early sixties old. Mm, maybe. So, I don't know. I don't even know. She just. When have you ever punched somebody? Hmm? When have you ever punched somebody in the face? My brothers. That don't count. Like somebody that wasn't family. Yeah, no, I haven't. You never have. I ain't never had. A, nobody's ever fought me so how do you know that in that moment you're gonna do what you need to do why wouldn't i what you mean especially with a little old 67 year old white lady listen a, a black 35 year old that ain't never punched nobody versus a 60 year old that's been punching folks her whole life she ain't even punched nobody. you don't know that uh, you do been, not know that she ain't been punching nobody I'm i not bet that nobody think that old 93 year old man was gonna walk in there with them fucking trench coat on and black hat and sh- pop a nigga in his legs twice either <laughs> now i ain't think that shit but he did it i'm not worried about her i would think that an old 93 year old motherfucker didn't have the strength to pull the trigger true she ain't she she not about that life i'm not concerned about her okay. and i haven't even they suspended her not for that she's just been doing like fuck shit like she's just an inappropriate ass person i think she's manic and not medicated because she just be cussing and shit and just <laughs> just like random just inappropriate workplace shit that you just be like girl really all right okay so i think she got suspended i don't even know if she's back yet or not but it wasn't because of me her hit my ass my supervisor wanted because everybody trying to get rid of her so my supervisor wanted me to like jump on this opportunity like i ain't finna get involved with this shit if y'all want her out y'all get her out it ain't gonna be me <laughs> why you even tell your supervisor uh because they were t- it just you knew they was go- oh y'all was just having a conversation about all her bullshit yes. and it came up yeah it wasn't like a oh, oh the one like you said. I gotta talk to you. No, no listen, no, no. nurse such and such. Yeah, slap my ass with a no, folder. No, inappropriately. We were talking. Listen, this how bad. Oh, that's another reason I know she wasn't. She ain't about that life. <laughs> I work at a psych facility. Okay, this means that these are people that are severely mentally ill. All right, 
one of the people on the unit that she worked on told her not to touch them okay now somebody that's severely mentally ill and psychotic tells you not to touch them don't fucking touch them they not they not bluffing with you like <laughs> so she touched them anyway because she does this like she calls everybody honey baby darling sweetie so she put her hand on the lady and said well sweetie lady punched her dead in her shit <laughs> She pushed the shit out of this nurse. <laughs> she didn't do shit. One that she could do. Um, so yeah, I ain't worried about her. She got almost got knocked out by a patient. But yeah, we were just talking about her bullshit in general, and I mentioned it. And my supervisor was like, oh, "Well, you need to make a no. I don't need to make no report. I'm good. I am good. If y'all get her out of here, it will not be because of me." I ain't finna be responsible for this. My shit. name Bennett and I ain't motherfucking exactly. in it. I ain't got nothing to do with it. She do enough shit for y'all to get her out without me. Don't even need me. She gonna get herself out. <laughs> shit. But yeah, no, other than like little shit like that, I've never had any like serious quit pro quo, quit pro quo type of shit at work. I haven't. My brother has. Me and my brother used to work at the same Red Lobster. And it was this dude who worked there named Marty. Mm-hmm. And one day, my brother was standing at the computer. And and Marty's gay. And for some reason, he came behind my brother, put his two hands together with his fingers poking out, and just poked him in the ass. And <laughs> my brother was not fucking happy with that shit. He went to the management. He said, y'all need to do something about this motherfucker before I do it. That's that's the kind of motherfucker he is. I don't know what they told. I don't know what they told Marty. I don't know what the fuck they told him. But he was like a he was training to be a manager. Like, oh my god, why the fuck would he do that? I don't understand. And then no. I used to work with a dude named Darren when I was in North Carolina, and he used to be really inappropriate, you know. And it was this African dude that worked there. I can't remember his name, but he used to he used to egg him on. He used to get his ass worked up. He used to be like, watch this, and he'll. He'll tap Darren and be like, Darren, Eddie said your hair looks nice today. And he'll turn around on me and be like, oh, you nice, tall drink of water. you." N-. And then he'll just keep going. And I'll be like, I look at the dude, he'll be like laughing. And I'll be like, you son of a bitch. Like, why you do this shit? You know what I'm saying? And I like, that dude was a character. Like, he used to he used to do drag. So he used to oh, sing. Oh, wow. He okay. used to sing on birthdays, Donna Summers and. Yeah. Um, Diana Ross drag used to come to our tables and just do a show. Drag queens. I'm not sure if it yeah. got us any more tips than it would have otherwise, but it's just funny. Drag to watch queens it. are dramatic as fuck. But that being said, uh, thanks for the letter, Colin. Thanks. As always, uh, appreciate that yeah. dialogue. I ain't got shit to say about Kanye. And um, yeah. we're going to get you in here to talk to us more about the legal side of dates and checks and all of that jazz. Oh, yeah. Later on. Um,. Uh, What's up? Go. I moved. Okay. I moved into a house. That's why you ain't been here in two That's weeks. That's why I haven't been here in two weeks. So again, I ain't been sitting on my ass not doing the show like, and and so before Cole Jackson hears this and feels like he needs to come on the show and say, I moved my stuff out of storage myself, not because I didn't have help, not because you know my friends weren't willing to help, but it was supposed to rain that day. And they were, I had to move on a Friday. I had, my plan was to move on a Saturday, right? 
it was supposed to be tornadoes and shit. So I had to move the date up on a Friday. My friends all have jobs. <laughs> and so everybody was at work. So it would have been like six o'clock before six o'clock after before anybody would have been able to come help me get the stuff out of the storage unit and at that point i'm like i could probably have everything out by then instead of like waiting so i didn't wait i went ahead and did it and i was tired as fuck and i'm still tired <laughs> um but my house is unpacked pretty much um the dogs have a yard remy you know what? I really thought that Remy was going to be like, freedom and be happy. And Kingston was going to be like, I ain't going to go outside. Opposite. Mm. Kingston loves being outside. Remy will go outside and pee. And then he at the back door. Let me in. <laughs> I don't want to be out here. <laughs> mm. Type shit. Didn't see that coming. Didn't see that coming at all. Fully thought Kingston was going to have an attitude about being outside. He loves it. He's fine. Remy, on the door. Just peeping in, looking at me like, let me in, bitch. <laughs> um, but um, it's a little bit further than what I would have liked, but I'm happy with my decision so far. I hadn't, you know, moving was a bitch. Um, it was very terrible. But um, I'm in there now, and I have no plans of moving anytime fucking soon because moving is the devil. Moving is fucking terrible. Like, I know I want to have to do that shit anytime soon again. So, yeah. And I will be How do you like the place? Love it. It's great. Um, Right. <laughs> so, I haven't had a house. So, now I'm like, I'm kind of like, woo. I don't know what this electric bill going to look like. So, like, right now, my, my heat is on 69. <laughs> Mm. And I sit up, I got like this thing. It's like a Snuggie, but it's a, um, it's a, like a big ass sweatshirt that's like huge. And I just been sitting in there. <laughs> I need to see what the, what the, what the fucking electricity is going to like run like in this place. I haven't had to heat an entire house. And I have like a basement. There's a finished basement. There's part of, there's like a room. I have no idea what to do with this fucking room. There's like a whole room in, that is finished carpet there's a closet down there no idea what to do with that fucking room none i don't know what i'm gonna put down there huh. interesting um, but yeah um that's been cool work has been interesting there's a, a patient that um calls me brown sugar all the time brown sugar yeah. oh, oh. he looks nothing like d'angelo who he look like who does he look like? He's an old black man with dread, like gray dreads. I don't know. Like a lighter skinned black man with gray dreads. I don't know. Okay. I don't know who he looks like. But He ain't attractive? No, and he's a psych patient. Would he potentially have been attractive in his 20s? Mm, yeah, I could see that. Probably. Okay. Yeah, when he was younger. But um, uh, being being uh, mentally unhealthy and, and aged and pretty fucked up, huh? Actually, he don't look bad for his age. He doesn't. He's just mentally unstable, <laughs> though. And so, I, if you saw him in Walmart and he, you didn't know he was mentally unstable. If he tried to holler at you, he's too old. He's too old. Yeah. If he was not too old and looked decent looking, oh man, maybe depending on how he come up to you. He's a little light for me, but yeah. <laughs> okay, I got you. Too light. You know, I like brown and darker. Um, uh, but. So 
I brought that up to say that it's just so weird being so normally being dark skinned I have you know you get men that say stupid shit to you like well you're pretty for a dark skinned girl like bitch what <laughs> uh, but then now I got this nigga over here calling me brown sugar and that's equally or more so uncomfortable brown sugar and milk chocolate he calls interchangeably does that every time he fucking sees me so I've been trying to avoid him because mm-hmm. it's weird uh, so I don't even know which one is worse <laughs> He obviously has a thing for dark skinned women because, so what I found out later, there's like one white girl that works in our office. <laughs> and she was the one that had like the first interaction with him when he got there. And um, he would not answer any of her questions. And when she was trying to figure out why, <laughs> he was like, You ain't even attractive enough to be talking to me. Damn. Exactly. And she was like, that actually hurt my feelings. And I was like, why would you care about what's a mentally ill? I got, there's nothing none of them going to fucking say that's going to hurt my goddamn feelings. They are mentally ill. I don't give a shit. But she was like, that really messed me up for a few days. <laughs> and I'm like, what? Okay. So apparently he likes just darker skin, you know, and he ain't even dark skin himself. So that's what you, that's odd. That's not usually how that goes. Or that's not been my experience, but. <laughs> I've been avoiding him because I love D'Angelo's song Brown Sugar. And if the right man called me Brown Sugar, I would be all with it. Okay? Be with it. 100% with it. Him calling me Brown Sugar, creepy. It's weird. And the way he does it, it's weird too because he kind of comes out of nowhere. And I won't even fucking see him. And then he'll just be there. And he'll be like, what up, Brown Sugar? Damn. And the first time he called me that, he was like, "You know what they, uh, what we call women like you, where I'm from." <laughs> and I was like, "I'm scared to ask." Um, but go ahead, cause I'm assuming you're gonna tell me anyway. He was like, "Brown sugar or milk chocolate." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> what the fuck are you supposed to say to that shit? What do you say to that? Thanks. I don't. I didn't want to incur. I didn't need to incur. He's still doing it. Okay, so, so it's uh, so I keep talking about the astronomy club, but they seem to have a skit that covers everything. <laughs> they got a skit with a game show hosted by women mm-hmm. that's called What You Shoulda, and it's three men over there, mm-hmm. and a woman put up a scenario, and the men say What You Shoulda mm-hmm. done, and then one of them, um, this woman says. Uh, she comes up and says, I was walking along and it was this man with his friends and he says, hey, I'd like to know what you can do with that body. And then the dudes have comments. Um, and one of them said, what you should have did was, uh, I can't remember now. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> he said, what did you say before this? Um, I don't know. That I was just talking about how weird it is and the way he comes up to me doing it is creepy. He comes out of nowhere. Oh, he said what you should have did was say, my body can do a lot, but you'll never know. Oh <laughs> and God. then she was like, okay, be sexually uh, inviting to a creep. Exactly. No. You have but to be careful how you respond. After that, she says that just to let all the men on the panel know, the way you win this show is to not buzz in. <laughs> just don't buzz in at all and they just keep buzzing in the whole time and it's like a hundred million dollar prize and she was like nobody ever wins because men don't shut up they just keep telling women what they should have done but it's, it's it's a funny skit. that's hilarious yeah um, should watch it. but yeah this the, and i mean i've been there for a little while now this is the first 
incident that I've had. I guess that's better than somebody like hating me and every time I see them they calling me a bitch because that happens. <laughs> um, but he's just creepy. He's just a fucking creepy ass dude, and like he'll just come up and do this. Really, y'all can't see me, but he'll just come up and stare and not say anything, and you just be like, "Hey, what the fuck? Are you all right? <laughs> like what?" are you okay so i've been trying to avoid him because it's weird oh but makes sense being called brown sugar i always you know from the first time i heard d'angelo's song i was always like "Ooh, somebody called me brown sugar then i get it then it happens to be the worst possible person in the world Mm. that could be calling me he might fuck brown sugar up for you he might let him fuck around and commit suicide or something Ain't no grown man I'll ever be able to call you no, brown sugar. No, you fucking right. They already <laughs> can't probably because now it's like creepy to me. Like it was sexy before. Like, ooh, brown sugar. Now it's just like, Ugh. hey, brown sugar. Oh, my God. Don't do the voice. Hey, brown sugar. <laughs> mm. uh, I wonder if white men call their ladies white sugar. No. Granulated. <laughs> What's up, granulated, baby? <laughs> No, they don't. They shouldn't. Well, because they don't have to think about color. We think about color way more than they do as a culture. They don't think about being white because being white is just being white. They do now because they offended that we point out that they white, (laughs) even though they are, and even though white come with certain shit. (laughs) But you know, it's okay. Yeah, but uh, I wouldn't want to be white. No. Oh my God, no. Why would no? I would miss seasonings. Um, I would miss. Don't you think you'd be a rhythm? white person that would like if you came back? What if you would reincarnate it as a white person, but remembered your black life? I don't want to be one of them black or white women with like black kids that or mixed kids that like everybody's like, oh, <laughs> you can tell she she date black men. I don't want to be that white woman. I feel like that would make me that white woman. I'll just be that white woman because it's not going to come across as me being authentic because I would be white. I would just be <laughs> some white lady trying to be a sassy black woman. That's what the world would see me as. They're not going to know I, I, I was black in my You don't think you'd life. be smart enough to know what the balance of that is? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? That'd be weird. I wouldn't want to come back this way. Even though it, my life would probably be a bit easier as far as bullshit that and microaggressions and all of that stuff, I still wouldn't want to be white. I just we're fucking cool as shit. Like, why wouldn't you want to be this cool? As a culture, we just fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, okay. I want to leave that. <laughs> I got you. Well, what we have up next is viral posters. Do you need to close out the letters first? Or I can't remember. We already closed out the letter. You started your. Uh, yeah, but I didn't say. If you it. also have a question that you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is Conversation Con Artist at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Con Artist, and send it to us that way. You can do that. Viral post. Viral post. Okay, my six year old wants to come lay in my bed with me and my boyfriend. My boyfriend gets annoyed. Like, what the fuck, dude? He's my kid. He can sleep wherever he wants to sleep. Am I wrong? Very. 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 She's wrong? Yes. What makes her wrong? You. Why would you even want your six year old son to come sleep in the bed with your boyfriend? Not your husband, not his stepdad, not a nigga that's. That that's just, why would you even 
that's not okay. Like, I already heard, and this is from doing the work that I, I do. I cringe so hard when bitches be, not women, <laughs> being introduced. You already said it, yeah. <laughs> you said what you meant. When, when bitches be introducing their kids to all of these niggas, your boyfriend, no, that's not his dad. That that's not a step that y'all aren't in that place. So I just don't think that that's too intimate of a thing to bro involve your kid in. So would it make a difference if she married that dude the next day after this post? It would matter. Uh, it would make a difference of how long she's known him. Because if she met him three, so months there is ago, a certain period of time in which she's known this man that that would be okay. Not still not if he was a boyfriend. I don't know. I just. <sighs> I just know that there's so many creepy ass motherfuckers that date women with kids to get at the kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, that just always rubs me the wrong way. I just a, don't think that your kids should be involved. A part of me, a part of me don't want a child to be distanced from his mom in a way that he's always been connected to her through mm-hmm. some man coming into life and her saying you can't have these things that you used to be able to have because of this person because of that child they're gonna look like she choosing the boyfriend over him so it's like i think that this needs to come with appropriate boundary setting between the boyfriend and between the child like if the child want to spend mama time i think mama probably need to go to the living room sit on the couch and sit on the edge of the couch with him together while the boyfriend on the other side if he really have a problem with it you know but i i can see myself being a boyfriend to somebody and because of what I, work I do, a kid coming and laying in the bed, I want to get away from that situation. Yes. I don't got down. I don't want no misconstrued no. shit going on. I don't want. I don't want a kid to be rambunctious and reach over and hit my meat by accident. And now that's like Ugh. I don't even want none of that. No parts of this. But what I would do is I'll probably just remove myself. Like I don't see myself being like annoyed and saying that little motherfucker can't come sleep on the bed with you. And me, I just leave, you know. <laughs> yeah, and I tell her, listen, I, I'm not risking anything. You know, these daddies out here, baby daddies out here be trying to tell their kids, tell them he touched you and all that shit. I don't want no goddamn, we put cameras in all these rooms. <laughs> I don't want no misconstrued shit going on for people to know. Yeah. So. And the, the bed is what, like, if. Him sitting in between them on the couch while we all watch the TV or some shit. Okay, but like, I don't know. It's something about him being in the bed with this man that ain't his daddy, that ain't your husband, ain't his stepdad, really has no connection to him other than he fucking his mama at this point. And the six-year-old, like, all it takes is for the six-year-old to tell a story. Even if mama, boyfriend, and daddy, and the kid sitting on the bed watching TV, and they're like, well, I was in the bed. We missed the own point. Yep. And mama and then the daddy went, what, the, what fuck? the fuck? What the fuck? I'm going over there right now for the beat this nigga. Like, I don't got time for that kind of shit and right that's there. Exactly what the fuck Exactly. And, and and it ain't like the six year old doing it on purpose. Yeah, it's just the just, way six year olds tell stories, they don't tell every little detail. They're not gonna be like, Well, you know, with my mom and her new relationship, you know, I <laughs> came in and I laid on the bed with them appropriately now. I'm just there's nothing no hanky panky going on with him, you know what I'm saying? He was just there sitting on the bed. Well kids don't do all that shit. No, they don't. King gonna be like, I was in the bed with Eddie, we was watching T V Be like, What the fuck like Cause if, if if I had a kid and they told me that shit, I'll be like, Answer the phone. <laughs> Goddamn now. What the fuck? 
fuck this kid that told me he was in the bed with your dude. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. would do that shit. So it's just cringy. It's just not a good idea. I've seen too much. Again, if you don't think that there are men that are pedophiles that date women that have kids specifically because of their interest in the kid and not really this fucking woman, you are crazy. That shit happens. And of course, you're not going to know that. You're not gonna. The, those women don't know that he he saw the pictures of the kid and was like, "Ooh, I need to get with her." Yeah, like because, they don't know that. So, like for me, you have to operate all the time, being cautious. That because, ain't being cautious because he's good at what he does. Yeah, which is manipulate families into putting himself in a position to be able to abuse kids. Yep. that's what you he does. You have to be careful and mindful of that shit. That shit is yeah. That mm-mm, I don't think she. That's not okay. <laughs> I ain't with it. Sorry. Okay. All right. If his bills are paid and in result he can't afford to spoil you, he's not broke. He's responsible. The next person commented, baby, that's broke. And at the top it says, would you A, tell him to get his paper up, B, date him anyway even though you pay for the dates, C, congratulate him on bills being paid and dip, D, other. D, other? What's other? Yeah, first of all, he had all his bills are paid. He has his own place, got his own car, taking care of himself. He just can't take me out every night, go and eat at uh what it Ruth Chris? We can't do that. To me, that's not being broke, nigga. That's that and not at least not in the space of or my frame of reference. For somebody that date like NFL players, maybe. But for me dating regular niggas, that's not broke. That's just being in a dome. <laughs> like you just so other for me would be that I might pay for some of the day. I don't think that he would never be able to pay for anything, but he because the thing said spoil you. He's not able to spoil you. It didn't say he's not able to date you spoil you which means he ain't able to take you out all the time and buy you all of this shit which i'm not comfortable with people buying me a bunch of shit anyway so my other would be we would just fucking figure it out <laughs> like that shit is that's not being broke to me but i guess it's your frame of reference to what broke is because if that's broke then i'm broke <laughs> yeah shit. i guess so <laughs> i mean like I, if you got but, but that that gives promise for the future because if y'all move in together now resources are cleared up yep like that's a thousand dollars a month <laughs> you know what i'm saying like well at least half of that is a thousand like five hundred dollars yeah. if both of y'all can save a thousand dollars a month together and start saving and putting that in a fund that you know can lead to whatever y'all trying to do yeah because like now being single and paying that's gonna be the life of most people when you get married or when we put combined and stuff then yeah if if i'm able to pay for my bills and, and make it and you able to pay for your bills and make it we're gonna have extra money when we if we get together you know what i'm saying so like for me that's other because them other answers was dumb yeah <laughs> what the fuck is we talking about bitch okay next one and uh this one might hit Leroy Ketchum Uh-oh. and I, he might have uh, might have seen this before already uh, it's a picture of a girl that says what's worse than a heartbreak and up under it a dude coming in when you hear let him shoot when the ball is in your hands <laughs> now, I don't know if you've ever experienced this situation see my my history in basketball have been don't let him shoot he fat <laughs> but don't leave him back there by himself but I have been around dudes where uh, 
when they pass the ball, everybody just back off and be like, let him shoot. Like, he going to miss. Like, he not going to make the shot. That shit has to hurt. That shit got to hurt. Oh. I just, I don't like it. <laughs> when I hear it happen to other people, but I'm glad it's not me when it happens. Let him shoot. He ain't gonna... <laughs> Man, don't get me wrong. Oh, he get it. If he fuck around and make it, that's cool. But at the point that you done fucked up enough for them to say, let him shoot, <laughs> even if you make that one, it's not gonna change their perception of you. That was lucky. Oh, that was a lucky one. That's so terrible. Yeah. That's 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 some heartbreak, I would imagine. Ouch. Shit. <laughs> you ready for the next one? Yeah. You got to ask women nowadays, are you single, single, mad at him single, or he's in jail single? <laughs> <laughs> you got to ask certain women that because <laughs> none of those other ones, like I'm single, single. What was the other ones? Mad at him single? No. And I wouldn't be dating no nigga in jail. I'm not a ride or die. I've said this on the show multiple times. You go to jail prison for some dumb shit, uh, good luck and Godspeed. <laughs> I'm not waiting on you. And I'm not even going to lie to you and tell you that I am. You ain't even going to be in there thinking, Red out there waiting on me when I get... No, she's not. <laughs> no, nigga. Nope. Sorry. Godspeed. So you got to ask certain women that shit. I don't think that's across the board. I don't know. I... I don't even. I'm. I don't know. I don't know. What, what would I ask? I just. Men don't care. Let's just be. Men don't care what kind of single she is, or if she got somebody. <laughs> men don't give a fuck. Well, you know, women the one. Think... Women the ones out here that if a dude got a woman, they be like, nope, bye. You know, but dudes, if a woman will entertain him and she got a man, dude, don't give no fuck. Dudes ain't out here like, well, my moral standard for dating is so high. I don't. <laughs> we ain't like Andre 3000. Like, he had a song where he basically was saying, look, I don't fuck people with women. But he had fucked at that point. <laughs> I guess he didn't know. But, like, I don't think we, as men, as a group, got that standard. Like, isolated, some of us do. But, I don't know. You ain't got it. Men ain't asking that damn women shit. <laughs> All right, next. So I was coaching a basketball camp this week, and I asked a kid what his name was, and he goes, Weed. And I was like, okay, I guess we're in Austin, so not shocking. Anyway, I called his child Weed for three days. <laughs> Turns out he had a speech impediment, and his name is Reed. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucked up. Oh, my God. That's so sad. <laughs> Poor kid. <laughs> He couldn't even correct it so because good. of his feature. <laughs> My name ain't Weed, it's Weed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so fucked up. Oh, you called him Weed for three days? Well, you figured it out now. <laughs> like, how did you feel like he must have heard somebody else call that motherfucker Reed? And he'd be like, oh, shit. Like, at what point do you put all that shit together? Like, how many conversations do you have with a kid after that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, that's terrible. Poor kid. That's <laughs> it's an honest mistake, but it's so fucked up. <laughs> oh, Lord. Next. 
This guy on Twitter says, DM her. She probably already want to fuck you anyways, but she's waiting on you to speak up. You'll be surprised. Hashtag big dick energy. This dude replied, I took your advice. She posted the screenshots on her timeline and now six niggas jumping me tomorrow. (laughs) 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 All advice ain't for everybody. (laughs) You got to remember this shit. I hope he can run fast. <laughs> if he knows what's happening tomorrow, he can just stay at home, I guess. <laughs> Don't leave. Don't leave your house. Not Have... depending on whether if, if he going to school, is he school Well, age? I guess if he's school age, he ain't got no he choice. He's going to go to school and get his ass beat. That's why I said I hope he can run fast. Shit. And ain't no telling what he said, man. He might send a message that said, I know you want to fuck me. <laughs> Big dick energy. <laughs> He he might not have been suave with it. Like he everybody ain't got the juice. Yeah, he probably took everybody it ain't got the juice. <laughs> Who knew the most taxing part of being an adult is trying to figure out what the fuck to have for dinner every goddamn night until it you die? Is so irritating. <laughs> God damn. Motherfucker say I feel this in my soul. The next person <laughs> said every fucking week when it's time to go grocery shopping, my wife and I are like, what should we cook this week? And immediately forget every food we've ever enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Oh, it's so annoying. Yeah, I in hate the grocery it. store, like, what do I want? <laughs> Damn, when the last time I had that? Damn, this this a lot of work on this. I like it, but it's a lot of work. Damn, when the prices go up on this shit? Hell no. <laughs> like, damn. That shit is weird. That shit is mad annoying. It is. It a hundred percent fucking is. Like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I didn't realize I had saved this many, but I got three more. Okay. <laughs> An employee of mine just asked for his most recent check stub. His new church requires it for tithing purposes. Is this common? It better the fuck not be. <laughs> the- I got to prove. So my the 10% I give you ain't enough. I got to prove that it was actually 10%. Somebody in the comment said you got to do that at Shirley Caesar Church. That is not okay. <laughs> <laughs> My God, <laughs> really? They say there's a lot of churches around here that's doing that shit. They could kiss my ass. I would not if I ever went to a church and they was like, "Okay, you know, you're a new member, so next week if you could bring a check stub, what?" They got motherfuckers out here doing Spotify family accounts on at church. Goddamn, <laughs> for you and your family to get here, you gotta play the family premium based on your W two, ten percent. I wish the that church is would. Rude as fuck. Like, I wish the church would. I'll flatten the preacher tires every Hell week, goddamn. No. They gonna have to pay for security fucking with me. A check stop? No, bro. Mm-mm. Hell no. I'll pay a crackhead to do it. <laughs> Go poke the preacher tires every week. Back ties. <laughs> Not the back ties, the passenger side ties. Yeah. Because you ain't getting no money out of me, and now I'm mad. Hell yeah. How you gonna make me pay a subscription service to contact Jesus? <laughs> the fuck? Did Jesus is Jesus okay with this shit? Let me talk to him. Let me talk to him one on one. Let me in. <laughs> I wanna talk to Jesus. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna be okay with this. Let me talk to Jesus. <laughs> That's like <laughs> Did the Bible don't say nothing about that shit? No. But the Bible don't not say nothing about it. No, nigga. Mm-mm. 
I just wonder what the justification is. Listen, we are we are preachers. We are making sure that God's word is being followed, and God said, <laughs> "Give up that ten percent." And you know, we're making sure that. But God don't. The Bible don't even say if it's pre-tax or post-tax. It doesn't. Is is it off of gross income <laughs> or net income? What's I don't understand. This shit is no. Just My mama know. used to give all her money away to the church. Just no. It's just a big, big thing of no. Big thing of no, huh? Yep. Pretty much. Um. Next one. You can nut in a fine female a thousand times and nothing happens, but the minute you nut in an ugly hoe, boom, y'all having a possum. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no comment on that because... Who is having to? Who is able to have sex with a fine woman a thousand times and have to settle for an ugly woman? Listen, I feel like this is somebody who only has sex with ugly women. Probably who made this? That and listen, let me tell you something about genetics, okay? Because we have seen two very attractive people have some hideous kids. You don't know what the fuck is gonna get pulled from your gene pool and from her gene pool. You don't know. It's a, it's a crapshoot. It is a fucking crapshoot. Demi Moore is a very attractive lady. And Bruce Willis is a handsome man. All of their daughters are fucked. <laughs> because they took weird pieces from each of them and it just came together in a really bad way. Okay. So, uh, you just, genetics just don't give a fuck about your wishes and hopes and dreams. Genetics do what they want to do. <laughs> And sometimes it fucks you over. Yeah. Sometimes it does. Yeah. We got one more. All right. Even if a woman is paying for the date, she should always give the man her money beforehand. That way he can pay for the date. This is literally basic manners. And the fact that y'all don't know this is sad. You women got y'all men out here looking weak. <laughs> what <laughs> so i'm supposed to pay for the date but not only pay for the date i'm supposed to slip you the money so that you can give it to the waitress or waiter so that you don't feel inadequate not my problem that shit is dumb what it is gonna be your problem how is it no it ain't because that gonna be the last time we go out <laughs> <laughs> but you made it this far well and once i find out that you this kind of level of dumb yeah, she. This is short bus commentary right here, um, but you know, I guess if you're willing to sacrifice how the world perceives you and the work you do and energy you put out here for a man who don't deserve it to have it, then I guess that's your prerogative. But I wouldn't suggest you do that. I suggest you quit trying to. So, it's a comedian named Reginald D. Hunter, right? Mm -hmm. He's from Georgia, but he moved to. Britain, he'd been over there for like 10 years. His comedy special was very eye-opening in terms of culture clashing and whatnot. And he said that a man's job is to keep a woman in a perpetual state of fantasy. And he said that uh, we went on a vacation. And the story he was telling from that was we went on a vacation and we were gone for about a week. And when we got back... Uh, we got on the same flight that we were on and we sat in the plane seats and she was like, these 
plane seats are getting smaller, you know, and she said that she read a store, an article that said that plane seats were getting smaller because of the flight trying to save money. And he was like, okay. And she was like, oh, what's that? What's that okay mean? I know what that okay mean. That okay mean that you, you don't quite believe what I'm saying. And he was like, you want me to agree with you rather than admit that you done ate yourself fat on this vacation and now you can't fit in it, in, in these seats. And and she get mad and it's like it's a man's job in a lot of respects to keep a woman in a perpetual state of fantasy rather than tell her a truth that she might not like because you're going to pay for that at some you point. You fucking right. You call me fat. Are you gonna pay? <laughs> I mean, for for somebody like you, at the point that you've dedicated your thought to the idea that these plane seats are just smaller, there ain't no way to win that shit. <laughs> It ain't no way to win. Even if you got on a scale when y'all got home and it was 10 pounds heavier, yes. you you can't win that. No. I saw a meme that had a dude on the ground um, outside of the garage. It's like he was like star watching or whatever, but he it was like a mattress out there and he was laying on the covered up and it said, me after I win an argument with my wife. <laughs> so like, even if you're right, even if you win, even if you could prove it, she ain't going to be happy. No. She going to be angry about that shit. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so I'm saying that to say that this is like the opposite of that. Like this is a woman keeping a man in a perpetual state of fantasy because this nigga ain't got shit. This nigga weak. You got enough to provide and to pay for the meal, but you want to keep him in this state of fantasy to keep his ego and his pride intact. That's bullshit. It's very much bullshit. The reality is nobody should keep, Anybody in a perpetual state of fantasy, but men, you should keep your women in a perpetual state of fantasy because that shit ain't gonna turn out well for you if you don't. Couch surfer, huh? Gonna be couch surfer. No, not if I pay some bills. <laughs> we just gonna be mad laying next to each other in this motherfucker. I am not going to the couch. You can take your ass to the couch. You better make sure we got a comfortable ass couch because I ain't sleeping on no fucking couch. If I pay half of the bills, half of this motherfucking bed is mine. I don't give a fuck which half tonight. But if you think I'm gonna go sleep on the goddamn couch, nah, honey. Oh, <laughs> I never shit. understood that shit. I think that shit just been TV show convenient, like old sitcoms where the husband sleep on the couch and shit. No. I what version of crazy wife you got that she say you need to sleep on the couch that you do it? What is she gonna do to you if you don't? You really want to sleep next to somebody that's mad at you? No. Do you want to sleep next to somebody that's <laughs> mad at you? That's woman shit. Like, woman, see, a woman don't want to sleep next to you when she mad, but she won't leave. She'll make you leave. I, I'm not doing that. I'm not playing that game. No, I'm saying would you trust to sleep next to somebody that's mad at you? I would. Okay. Listen. Depends on what, how mad I am. If she going to murder me in my sleep. It may not be murder. If she gonna punch me in my sleep <laughs> while I'm sleep, she better be ready to get the police called on her ass. <laughs> Give a fuck. <laughs> Calling the police. I'm gonna say one of us getting shot tonight. <laughs> we about to be Black Lives Matter out here because of your ass punching me in my sleep. I ain't gonna accept no fucking domestic violence. Let me go check to see if this item blackened up yet. <laughs> so I can tell the police. Shit, nigga. Get your I, lives together. I was in line at Ollie's behind this white lady with two black eyes and i don't she was married the husband went with her 
And I don't want to stereotype the husband and say he gave her the black eyes, but she's like an older lady. I don't, I don't know, I don't know what happened. You but heard she the, was just in there. Just you heard shopping. a joke about women with black eyes? No. What do you tell a woman with two black eyes? This is gonna be terrible. But... Nothing. You already told her twice. <sighs> <laughs> My old white redneck boss told me that I shit. That shit is inappropriate. Oh <laughs> That's God. domestic violence. Redneck. No, that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, she both her eyes were black. But she was just in there shopping, buying up a store like it was. <laughs> and I'm just looking like, like angry black, like like notice. She was pale white, so it was really noticeable. She like a fucking raccoon. So a man that you live with mm-hmm. can make you angry enough that if he don't leave sleeping next to you, that you would physically do something to him. Yeah, I wouldn't punch him though. What would you do? I would do some aggravating shit. <laughs> like what? Fart? Fart no, all night? No, I would I don't know. It would be something aggravated because I don't want it to be I I don't hit men because I don't want men hit me. But I want it to be where you be like, God damn it, I'm just going to go go on the couch because you so irritated now. Like, yeah, go lay Listen, your ass on. I got narcolepsy. <laughs> Listen, I got narcolepsy. Oh, wait, My you- body, I'm going to get my sleep. <laughs> You're going to be fucked up tomorrow fucking with me, and I'm going to be fine. <laughs> I promise you, you got to find another way outside of sleep to deal with me. But most men don't have narcolepsy, though. I don't care. I'm just like, if you pay half of the rent, don't go sleep on the couch, Okay. The person that don't have the ability to deal with you, they need to go. And maybe that's you, man. I would do some shit like I would go to bed first and be on my side and I would wet the whole other side of the bed. <laughs> See, now you done fucked up by a mattress. That's eight hundred dollars. That's like, eight hundred dollars. Like, you gonna sleep next to me? Cool. Go sleep in this wet spot. <laughs> Mm. Like I would do some annoying, irritating shit. It wouldn't be hitting him because I don't, I don't hit me. Mm. I don't want them hit me. But it would be some shit like he would come. I wouldn't even say nothing, and I would cover it back up with the comforter so you wouldn't know till you crawl. <laughs> and now your pants wet. You know that annoying feeling when you have on wet clothes, like that kind of shit. I would do mm. something like that. That's petty. Sleep next to me if you want. I'm a petty bitch. <laughs> That's real. Go petty. sleep next to me if you want to. Oh, you can go get on the couch. It's up to you. But I ain't moving from that. That will start a war. <laughs> that will start a war that motherfucker do not want to goddamn. <sighs> when you ask me what I would do, it would be something like I'm, that. It would be some petty shit. I'm just gauging what people do out here because I just don't understand. Like, who really go sleep on the couch? I want to know if that shit really happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it does. I, I think men just be out the whole night. <laughs> and you don't know what the fuck he doing. <laughs> Like she wanted, so you'd be like, you need to go sleep on the couch and be like, all right. You hear the door close. You hear the front door close after 20 minutes in the car crank up. <laughs> and you'd be like, what the fuck? Now phone ringing. Where you at? Well, you ain't want me to be around you, so I left. I'll be back. Bye. Click. <laughs> you gonna be pacing back and forth in the fucking living room. Man. And all I am is down the street, sleep in the goddamn front of my neighbor's house. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, but yeah. Um. Anyway, that's all I got. All right. Viral posts. <laughs> Those were funny. Um. I'm gonna start out. Eminem dropped an album. I'm an Eminem fan. I've said this on the show before, 
And I am still a fan. I've listened to this album. The name of the album is Music to Be Murdered To. And he took I so this will be a surprise to no one. I am a huge Alfred Hitchcock fan. Okay. He took the cover idea from Alfred Hitchcock. And also he has snippets within the album playing Alfred Hitchcock, like him saying stuff. Won me over already from there. Alfred Hitchcock, the Alfred Hitchcock hour. Y'all listening probably if I mean it's one of those things where if you know you know. If you don't, you probably like the fuck is Red talking about. Alfred Hitchcock was this little short, chubby white man that did a show where um they did episode it kind of like uh twilight zone that kind of a, a thing where uh they each of the stories had some kind of like um fable like a moral at the end of it or whatever like some kind of cautionary tale but his were a lot more murder focused <laughs> his were a lot like x-files you can i mean not x-files um uh, Twilight, Twilight Zone. Zone. Twilight Zone, you know, touched a bunch of different things. Like there was murder, but there was also uh, the occult. There was also uh, like future worlds and shit. Like, so it touched a lot more. Alfred Hitchcock was just murdering motherfuckers in very unique ways. Um, so like that already got me to being a fan of just seeing the cover art and recognizing where it was from, and then hearing the intros. The interludes throughout the album. Um, I, you know, again, my whole issue with revival, revival was that he changed his flow. I hated it. I hated that slow rapping shit he was doing. I hated it. Kamikaze came out and I was back on it because he he returned to what he was doing before. Now, people didn't like Kamikaze because they said he basically was just like coming at everybody who had said something bad about him. But it's, that's what Eminem does. Um, but yeah, I like the album. I listened to it the day that it came out. Um, Darkness is a disturbing ass song. Yeah, I went to listen to it when Shogun said uh, listen to that song. It's disturbing. Um, the ending is eerie because he plays all these clips from news um, broadcasts of all the different shootings that have happened. Oh, and so it's an eerie ass song. Um, he got a song about murdering his stepdad. That <laughs> I feel like most people that have had like fucked up stepdads can relate to that song. Um, I need I to just, listen to that one. Yeah, yeah. I would never murdered one of my stepdads, but one of my stepdads thought that I might murder him. Yeah, as he told my mother, <laughs> because I was just. I didn't emote very much when I was a kid. I just used to just look at motherfuckers with dead eyes and not speak. You thought you was a psychopath. You did. Might be. A functional psychopath. A functional psychopath. Uh, But Mm. yeah, I'm a fan. I was excited that he came out with it. And I like that he just doing this shit where he just drops shit. He don't promote shit. He just... (laughs) You just go on Spotify one day and it's like, oh, Eminem has an album out, so... Um, if you haven't listened to it, if you're an Eminem fan, I would suggest listening to it. Um, I loved it. I was, I'm a fan. I like it. He's, he's him again. Like I said, my issue with revival, I hated that cadence. 
Ooh, I hated his flow. It was so, so terrible. And it was difficult to listen to because it didn't sound anything like him and it was awful. Got to listen to it. Yeah. Um, So there was a debate this week. Oh, God. Not many people qualify for the debate. I think Tom Steyer, uh, Amy Klobuchar, Joe Biden, Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, and Pete Buttigieg. Uh, so a lot of people done dropped out. Kamala Harris dropped out. Uh, Cory Booker was the most recent person to drop out. But this ain't really about the debate. This is about a moment after the debate, after the debate where Elizabeth Warren confronted Bernie Sanders and they caught that shit on tape. Elizabeth Warren walked up with the hands put together like, <laughs> I think you just called me a liar in this debate. So what happened was, Apparently, Bernie Sanders in their off time told Elizabeth Warren that he don't think a woman could win the presidency. And he probably didn't mean shit by that. You know, it's like when you talk, having a conversation about who can really win. I mean, they probably all have thought a black person probably can't win. And they probably the men probably think a woman can't win. So it probably didn't mean nothing by it. But like Elizabeth Warren brought that dialogue up in the media. And Bernie Sanders basically said, I have never said that shit. And so at the end of the debate, you could just see she make a beeline straight for him, put her hands together and be like, I think you just called me a liar in this debate. And she know the mic. So everybody know the mic's on after the debate. Motherfuckers still play nice after the debate. So I think that she she knew that she was going like this was a strategic move. And he was like, we're not going to do this here. We're not going to do this here. Like, we'll do it later. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> like, I was like, damn. <laughs> But that being said, I don't even know. I don't even know who the. F I don't like nobody no more. <laughs> I don't like nobody no more. Like, I think out of all of them, Elizabeth Warren got most of my support. Um, I guess. Uh, clearly, I'll vote for whoever fucking become the front runner. Uh, but I just don't. I, I really don't want it to be Joe Biden. I really don't want it to be Joe Biden. But there's a lot of prominent people coming out to do that. That being said, uh, that's all I want to talk about that. Just, you know, this shit finna get, this shit finna, this moment where these two candidates have had a, a non-aggression pact, that shit is broken. Mm -hmm. Shit finna get, shit finna get crazy with these candidates now. People been coming for Joe Biden, but like, it's finna get crazy when Elizabeth Warren and um, Bernie Sanders finna start coming for each other. All these old ass motherfuckers. <laughs> okay. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. apparently slapped an officer on the ass. He did. And the officer decided to press charges. But they and they issued a warrant for him, but apparently the warrant's gonna probably be dismissed. My my question is why are you slapping police on the ass? Is that after the LSU championship game? And Odell, everybody already suspects that he's gay. So doing shit like slapping a male officer on the ass doesn't help that at all. Men and slap the, men on the ass in the locker room all the time. Other football players, not a fully dressed, fully uniformed police officer. Listen, there is always one motherfucker in the locker room that will go up and slap the coach's ass. 
and anybody else asks who is in there just because that culture in that moment calls for it. It's always that silly ass motherfucker that do shit like That's that. That's fucking weird to me. <laughs> like, what? Listen, let, let's Especially just... with the climate that we have with police. That... <laughs> the fuck is Maybe doing? he was trying to show the police officer. <clears throat> Sorry. Maybe he was trying to show the police officer that, you know, the locker room and football transcends all of that shit. We can all be silly and play, and I'm I'm not scared of you. Like I ain't kneeling in front of you and staring you in your eyes and shit. Like I'm just trying to be friendly and shit. Now the next time a motherfucker kneel, he gonna kneel too. OBJ gonna be like, I'm kneeling because these fucking cops can't even take jokes. <laughs> shit. But I just meant. So first of all, I have never understood how men who are homophobic as a motherfucker outside of that moment. And not all men, I'm just saying men that are homophobic. Outside of that moment, in that moment of having their ass slapped by their teeth, they fine with it. I, how did that become a thing? <laughs> that boggles my mind that a man who is horrifically homophobic outside of the locker room would be completely fine with getting slapped on his ass in the locker room under the guise of good sportsmanship. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make any sense. Like, I would. Women don't even do that, and we like hold women hold hands and do all kind of shit that men don't do, and we don't even slap each other on the ass. But y'all say your ass look nice. We do. Y'all do shit like that. Words, like, but we ain't <laughs> each other with. Like that's just weird to me. It's weird that men do that in the locker room. That's I don't football get it. culture, man. Why that, that's is that it weird football shit. culture? I don't know. I didn't create it. I that's the, know where that's it came the same from. shit where Trump talking about his locker room talk type shit. Like that that's the culture of the locker room. It's so much shit that going on in the locker room that's problematic. Weird. That's weird. I mean, it just is. I mean, on, on any football or athletic team I've been on, it's been a dude that was overtly and obviously straight that used to like do shit to make dudes uncomfortable that was like <laughs> semi gay. Like they used to do that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like always been that one dude. They'd be like, hey, don't come over here with that shit. Don't come over here with that shit and then motherfuckers get to fucking throwing each other around and shit because they know what's finna happen. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, it's culture from the uh, upperclassmen to the freshmen. Like, they'll pick a freshman up and dump his ass in the trash can, knock it over and roll that bitch around. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's so many different little micro cultures in, in That's weird. athletics, especially That's football. That's weird. You know, I don't know. I mean, maybe the first coach that slapped the player's ass was really with some inappropriate sexual intent and in order to play it off he was like that's football y'all gotta be tough and now everybody do that shit i have no idea why ass would get slapped not a football. pat on the shoulder not like good job man you hit him on the ass to say good job that's fucking weird i i gotta now i gotta research this because now i want to know where the fuck that came from because it makes no sense i feel like it's like i feel like i feel like it's the same thing as somebody slapping your ball head like there is a really thin piece of uh there's a really thin piece of cloth between your thigh and they hand. And the slap don't normally be like a groping type slap. It'd be a hard ass fuck you slap. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you see somebody slap the back out of a ball head. That's what it has felt like to me. It but ain't never why? felt inappropriate. It's I don't know. dumb. I don't I don't know. Understand. Look, a lot of coaches that's stupid. I don't understand That's one of them. Well, the officer apparently didn't appreciate this shit. <laughs> he apparently, apparently, he wasn't no football player in none of his life. <laughs> he wasn't with it. He was not with I the I ain't shit. saying I would be with it. That was, I, I just walked in a locker room full of millionaires, and I couldn't even 
take my wife out to dinner for our anniversary last week because I'm broke. Nigga, I press charges. I file a civil <laughs> suit on his ass. I'll be like, my civil rights were violated. I feel like as a white officer, OBJ hit me because he is afraid and of my whiteness. And, and he used his blackness and his power and his whole group to intimidate me. And I want a million dollars for that intimidation. <laughs> I want that. Let's settle this out of court. I'll take 200000 right now out of your pocket cash. <laughs> I'll do that shit too, man. Fuck that, man. I'm trying to get rich. I'm trying to come up. Hell no. That's just weird. Again, that whole culture, football culture has always been very weird to me. I've never understood it. But I am going to do some research, though, because I just want to know where that came from. So, a post has went up today, not today, but this week, about a Mississippi prison. The, and they, they have videos. See, this is what happens when you let inmates get cell phones. Yes. When somebody smuggles phones in their ass <laughs> and you let them get a hold to it, this is what happened. They take pictures of the fucking environment. And, oh, my fucking goodness. It's it looks so bad. I get, I'm sure it, it does. It looks so bad. Like it, Isn't Mississippi behind us? And we're low. Mm, uh, we we bullshit twins. <laughs> Alabama and Mississippi are bullshit twins on damn near everything. We swap places. I think we last in education. <sighs> I don't know what we... But, man, it is so fucking filthy. Not surprising. I mean, the food is molded. Uh, it's people laying around in there dead. There ain't no power. Like, people literally laying there dead. There ain't nobody came to clean up who been stabbed up. Oh, my God. It's horrible like you expect jail to be bad but man that's like some third world country jail it, type shit i don't know third world country jail might be better than this shit nah i watched like the world's worst prisons or toughest prisons and like some of them they sleep literally sleep on top of each other they like pack all of them in there like some goddamn sardines and they just sleep on top of each other Damn. they say a lot of rape happens <laughs> I imagine. Like, even if rape don't happen, if you feel homeboy penis getting hard on your leg, it ain't shit you can do about it. All you can do next next morning in lunch is be like, Ramon, goddamn meat on my leg all night. Yo, nigga, I thought you said you ain't like men. There's no way your meat should be getting hard right now. Yeah, so like. I was thinking some, about my wife. There's some pretty terrible prisons. Who I'll never see again because I got a bed. Prison. And like these, these like they hold them while they're waiting trial, and they put the trials way out, so they're in this sardine ass. It's terrible, but that's what this sounds like. More the more and more I see of the people that struggle in our country, it's like it's hard to see America for the great nation that we try to convince ourselves that it is. And the rest of the world, we try to convince the rest of the world. We got some good shit. If you meet certain qualifications, <laughs> you know, you know how when you send up your schedule for school and you try to sign up for a class, but it's a prerequisite that you got to take first before you can sign up for that one. It's like we ain't got the prerequisites. You got intersectional bullshit. You black and a woman. Yep. You know what I'm saying? If you black, a woman and LGBT community, you got damn trisectional in this motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like. If you ain't white, middle to upper class, Christian, straight, and a man, you you got them, you gonna struggle at some point. 
gonna struggle at some point. And I just hate that we allow people on the bottom in this situation because it's a lot of people in okay yeah it's a lot of people in here that done murdered somebody and gonna be here for their whole life but it's people in here with weed offenses mm -hmm. it's people in here with weed offenses like non-violent offenses in the same fucking place struggling and having this kind of experience man now apparently the justice department is looking into this shit now but what do we really think Trump's Justice Department gonna do? Not a goddamn he thing. said that you can hit somebody in the fucking head on the police car if you don't even know that they guilty. That's bullshit. I, just, I'm not, I don't have faith in that system, but I just wanted to bring that up. If y'all saw these posts, I don't even want to share it because it looks so fucking bad, but that's what it is. What you got? Um, Apparently, Rihanna and her billionaire boyfriend have broken up. I'm just sad about that because I wanted her to win. I, they've seen they've been together for like three years. I thought they were gonna go the distance. What? No. What? If Rihanna wants to win, or any celebrity wants to win, they gotta marry somebody with less than them. Why? Because you can have a different life if you marry somebody that's normal versus somebody that's in the same level of life that you are. But he's not in the spot. First of all, I am always for celebrities that keep their relationships to them goddamn selves. I want anybody that does that to fucking win. So her and him, you know, paparazzi was having to go out of their way to get pictures of these niggas together. Like they were not publicizing their relationship. And I, I respect that. Also, he ain't no singer or a rapper or nothing like that. He's uh, an oil family, I think. <laughs> So this like, nigga man, Hassan Jamil. Yeah. Imagine how he feel about women, just from his culture. Generally. He can't possibly and date Rihanna. <laughs> man, yes he, he can. He can't fucking possibly and date Rihanna. I I can't imagine that somebody with that level of idea about women would date somebody like Rihanna, who smoke weed and talk about fucking niggas all the time in her songs and like has a lingerie line like i just don't think he would have dated her at all if he had know, that man. kind it's of like a white woman date uh a white man dating a black woman he just fetishized the africanness and he you know sub submerged his I feel shit like for Rihanna a little while shut that shit down though if it was anything like that she stayed with him for three years yeah she was with the representative for two years and 11 months <laughs> that nigga said some crazy shit now yeah, was he done said or did some crazy shit and she was like, I knew you was like that motherfucker. <laughs> you done tricked me these three whole fucking years and now I'm finna leave. I just, I don't know. I want her to be happy. I don't know what, I feel like, I feel like me and Rihanna would hang out and be cool. I don't know why. I just feel like we, she would be my homegirl. <laughs> Rihanna got big dick energy. She does and I want to be in the, in the, the shadows of that. I don't want to have it. I just want to get the residual off of her habit. <laughs> I don't want to have it. I'll just get the residuals. That she just. I just, just feel like hand. the rain don't even touch Rihanna. <laughs> I feel like as it's falling down, getting closer to her, it just evaporates and just goes the fucking a fucking way. I feel like that same energy she what like. I feel like she got like the force from Star Wars, <laughs> but it's unconscious force. It just push motherfuckers away when she just walking. She ain't got to do no crazy shit. It's just. Pushing shit away. <laughs> that shit is uh is crazy. I don't know, but yeah. I don't know. She got that aura. She got that Rick James glow. Give it to me, baby. Yeah, she does. That orange. 
his aura, whatever the fuck yeah. is that called? I saw that shit. <laughs> Charlotte Murphy, rest in peace. I miss him. That's what she got. I didn't even know she was in no damn relationship. And I guess that's, that's what, what I'm the purpose saying. of this shit is. Exactly. But I, I like listen, that. I don't. I don't. Why? Because I want to know what kind of decisions you're making while I'm listening to your shit. <laughs> Hell. No, but what if we never knew Chris Brown had bop bop to Rihanna in the goddamn whip? <laughs> what if we never knew that shit? But we'll we, be out here just dancing to Chris Brown not knowing that he got fucking domestic violence intent built in. I need to know who you are. I don't want to know who you pretend to be. I don't I, I don't want to support you if you bullshitting out here. I mean, I guess. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I like not. I like that she was private with her shit. Like I respect that because I feel like you have the more that you especially when you on the level of stardom where like where where Rihanna is, the more that you involve everybody in your shit, the messier shit gets. Like I just I just don't think it's a good idea. Like and I don't really be believing in relationships that be too public. Like, goddamn, do we have to continue to see you motherfuckers all the time? All right, you with him. I got it. Got it. Don't need to see y'all every five minutes slobbing each other down on a red carpet. I got it. Y'all are together. Good for you. <laughs> I like the privacy. I like that when they do that. And I thought because they did that, you know, I was like, okay, Rihanna got a little Saudi prints and shit. A chic. Rihanna need to come and get me. I'll cook. <laughs> I'll do whatever she need me to do. Okay. Uh, That's why you said she need to get a regular dude. She need a regular person. <laughs> you know, I'll adjust. You know, just tell me what level I need to be on and I'll do it. Hilarious. But yeah, they're not together anymore. It made me sad to see that because I just, I don't know. Again, Rihanna is my homegirl in my head and I just want her to win. And I feel like ever since Chris Brown and that whole debacle, she just ain't winning in love at all. Just out here not winning. Who winning in love? I don't know. Who is winning in love? Barack and Michelle. Barack and Michelle. They had to go through a lot of bullshit to get that. I'm sure. They had to go through a lot of it. Yeah. Now, that's what they are. And they got to be public. They public figureheads. Like, they can't They can't be out here doing hood rat shit. <laughs> That's they the can do more hood rat shit now than they did when they were um, under the microscope of the presidency. They could, but they still gonna get goddamn criticized they, for it. They will, but they, I mean, they can do more hood rat shit now. So, a man returned the money after finding $43,000 in the couch he purchased at a thrift store. What? He returned it? Yep. To the thrift store? Yep. You are fucking kidding me. I am not kidding he you, is- man. Smoking crack. If your next question would be, would I do that? Fuck no. I'd have kept that shit untraceable. Forty three thousand. Get the fuck out of here. I just don't know. Don't know what kind of meth he was smoking. I ain't that good of a person. And not to mention, you giving it to a thrift That's store. That's not a good person. That's a stupid person. <laughs> a good person knows who the money came from that they're returning. That returns it. That's a good person. A stupid person returns money that ain't traceable. That the goddamn person you take it back to at the thrift store gonna go to the back and keep that shit. Probably it's a fucking. They don't know who the fuck got that nasty ass donated (laughs) ass couch. You bought that couch at a discount because it's been laid on butt ass naked where they ain't wiped good, 
and they been skeeting on that couch having sex with it, the least that you could do is keep that fucking $43,000 that you found in that couch because you know good and goddamn well that ain't nobody going to find it. They not going to find a person who bought that couch in. No, they not even going to fucking try. You took the money back to a thrift store. If you think that those people at that thrift store is going to expound any energy trying to find out who the fuck that money belongs to, you are crazy. <laughs> Dumb. Dumb and crazy. Jesus. So Howard Kirby said he didn't feel right keeping the money, so he reached out to the store to find out who had donated the couch. It turns out it was Kim Foth Newberry. The couch originally belonged to her grandfather who died last year. Okay. <laughs> On January 16th, the restore held a big surprise for Foth Newberry to give back every penny found in the cushion. It's completely awesome, she said. No, it's fucking not. Your dumb ass need to learn a lesson from losing $43,000. If you knew that $43,000 in there, then you shouldn't have donated that couch before it went in there. She probably killed her goddamn granddaddy. You don't know what this woman is. <laughs> she might be using that $43,000 to fund bullshit. If I find $43,000 in a fucking couch, you know what? I'm going to put it to good use because I don't know if I'm returning it to somebody who killed puppies. <laughs> Smother babies who's a pedophile or rapist. I'm none of those things. Every now and then, I use the under underweb <laughs> to purchase items at discounts that's probably not legit. I do that every now and then. Maybe it'll fund my 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 financial making endeavors. I don't know. But I'm gonna tell you right now, it ain't gonna be used to fuck no kids and kill no puppies. <laughs> If you find some money and you don't know who it belonged to and it don't seem like it's traceable, I would keep that I shit. I would have kept that shit. 100%. Dumb. That's, listen. That just made me mad. Listen, sometimes you got to learn an expensive-ass lesson. Why the fuck would you donate your couch if it's $43,000 in it? I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't have $43,000 in my house. If I had to keep money like that, I'd bury that shit. I don't know. I bury that shit. I bury 20,000 in one place, 20,000 in another place, and keep three in the house. <laughs> if I had it like that. But in anyway. a couch? Anyway. Betty White is 98 years old and still working. Betty White out here on her hustle. Working, by working, do you mean like in Hollywood or like just like functional as a human? In Hollywood. Okay. She's still like acting well she ain't that far from not being able to work True. period like as a human like <laughs> it's only a matter of time before for her muscles start being like we we done if i'm gonna live that long i want to be a betty white i want to have all my faculties about me and still be able to like she's still fucking hilarious betty white is hilarious like if you see her in interviews she is hilarious i want to be a betty white Otherwise, I don't want to be 98. I don't want to be the 98 where you pissing on yourself and people having to change your diaper. I don't want to be that 98. I want to be a Betty White 98. Or a Cicely Tyson. How old is Cicely Tyson? She's 97 or 98 too. Yeah. And she's still functional. I want to be that. If I might be 98, if I'm going to be on this godforsaken earth. She function, but she's sitting in chairs in all her roles. Still. She can. It's better than not being able to do roles at all. She can remember lines and shit. Still, I want to be that level of ninety seven, ninety eight. 
And what's hilarious is Golden Girls is the thing that Betty White is known the most for. And she played the dumbest character on that show. She the only one of them hoes that's still alive. All the rest of the Golden Girls then died. <laughs> she the last one standing. So, happy birthday, Betty White. I'm a fan. I love her. She's fucking hilarious. She's so funny. <laughs> and she's such a, she has such a potty mouth that it's just hilarious. She's so yeah. funny. I love Betty White. That's the 98. If I'm going to be 98, I don't want to be that 98. I don't want to be, you know, in a nursing home pissing on myself 98. Okay. Would you ever see yourself getting to this point? A father denied by a bitter baby mother from burying his daughter. So he didn't have a strong relationship with his daughter because the baby mama wouldn't let him have the relationship. He found out on Facebook that the daughter had cancer. And from when he found out she had cancer, he was trying to be more aggressive at seeing her. And uh, she died. And she wouldn't let him come to the funeral. Her mama is a raggedy bitch. Let me tell you something. What would a man have to do to you? He would not, nothing to me. He would have to have been abusive to me. He would have to be something about his behavior towards me that would be concerning me about his behavior, potential behavior towards our child. There is nothing that he could do that was like just some bullshit cheating or whatever that would keep that would make me keep his kid from him because one you not only punishing him that kid is going to grow up either a knowing you kept their dad away from them or b thinking their dad didn't want them and that has lasting impact on a child to have that belief that their daddy just didn't want to fucking be around them didn't want them just abandon them people get real life consequences from those kind of things so like it would have to be where i feared for the safety of my child being around that nigga but it, it nothing i wouldn't that uh. and it makes me angry like you deny him one you deny him being able to see her before she passed away of cancer even in your daughter getting that level of ill nothing in your mind clicked and said maybe i need to stop being a regular bitch maybe i don't need to do this Nope, you just rolled it on to the wheels fell off. Like, then you didn't let the man come to her funeral? Like, come on, bruh. No, no, there's nothing. I would never do that. I, I couldn't do that because, again, again, it may be the kind of work I do, but I just know the impact that that would have on my kid. Because, again, either I'm going to have to be honest and be like, your dad ain't shit for cheating on me and I don't want him around, which – I'm risking the kid being upset with me later on because you know they, they didn't have a relationship with their dad for no other reason other than I was bitter and angry. Or two, I'm going to have to make it seem like the dad just don't want the kid. And that has a negative impact on that kid. It has an impact on their self-esteem. It has an impact on their self-worth. It has an impact on who they're going to go on to date. I'm not going to do that shit. That shit is dumb to me. I just can't imagine doing that. And I done been in some shit. Listen. Oh, Jesus. But if I had had a kid with any of the ancient niggas that I've been with, if they wanted to be in that kid's life and they were an appropriate father figure, they'd be in their life. Now, I would still make snide comments to him. I wouldn't say anything to the kid. But, but I would never, no. Because that you not just hurting him. And you so angry that you can't see past your nose to know that you're impacting this child in a negative way as well it's difficult to know that there are men out here who by choice don't participate in their children's lives 
And it's equally as hard for me to know that there are women who, when a man hopes to be in a child's life, you know, kind of be the barrier for that. It's just, I guess, the nature of the dynamic that women have the leverage. When it comes to kids, 100%. When it comes to kids, they get the custody, they have the courts on their side, yep. and they get to make these kind of decisions. It's they just do. unfortunate that they get to not consider anything but their feelings, their emotion, and... It's selfish. And it's fucked up. And it, again, you're not just hurting him by not allowing him to be in that child's life, especially if that child wants. And most kids want to be with both of their parents. Most kids want to interact with both of their parents. It's a natural inclination to want to, you know, have a relationship with the people that brought you into the world. And so for you to be so angry that you're going to hurt your kid in the process just so you can get back at this dude that you say you don't give a fuck about no more, at the point I don't give a shit no more, you do whatever you want to, okay? Long as you treat my child right and you helping me take care of this kid, I don't really give a fuck because guess what? You ain't my goddamn problem no more. You let the next bitch deal with that part of it, okay? All I'm concerned about is this kid we made. <laughs> I not care nothing else about what you got going on. That's... That is truly not caring. Not caring and keeping your kid away from this man that you say that you ain't worried about, that is not true. <laughs> you real worried about him. You care a whole lot because you letting it define and dictate your actions. And ain't nobody got time for that shit. I hate that. That makes me really upset when, when women do that. I don't like that shit. If he ain't did nothing to that child, if you don't have any real concerns about his being around the kid for safety purposes, there's no reason for you to do that because you mad at him because he was fucking your neighbor. I get it. <laughs> Not telling you you should be happy that he was fucking your neighbor. What I'm telling you is him fucking your neighbor had nothing to do with his relationship as a father to that child. <laughs> that had something to do with his relationship as your husband or your boyfriend or whatever he was to you at the time. Doesn't involve the child. You got to be able to separate yourself out of that shit. I think that's part of being a parent. Parenting ain't easy. So when people ask me, well, when I'm upset, you know, I don't, I don't want to be around him, then what am I supposed to do? Be a goddamn parent. You th it's a lot of shit you're going to have to do as a parent you don't want to do. It's a lot of things as a parent that you're going to have to deal with you that you don't want to deal with because that's what being a parent is. And sometimes it includes you doing shit you don't want to do. Like dealing with the nigga that fucked your sister. <laughs> yeah. For the sake of that child. I mean, that's just what it is. It is what it is. And uh, you said it better than I could. No, she a raggedy bitch for that. What else she got? <laughs> that just made me upset. Um. So Walmart is getting some criticism for making a Paul Walker joke. And I get the insensitivity and why people are getting upset. But I also could see where Walmart wasn't probably thinking. People say stupid stuff. So this is what happened. Somebody posted um, that Walmart is selling Walmart selling Pillsbury cinnamon rolls with a pink strawberry and cream icing, and somebody said, "I need this in my life." And so then at some, they also posted me racing to the nearest Wally World, and they posted a picture of I I think this is from one of the Fast and the Furious, Paul Walker driving a car fast. Walmart responded and said, "Hey, Paul Walker, click it or ticket." Now, if you don't know, Paul Walker from the Fast and the Furious franchise died in a horrific car accident. 
So I get why people were upset and saying that, you know, that was in poor taste and you shouldn't have said that. I don't think that they were referring to his real life death. I think they were referring to his character on Fast and the Furious. And to be fair, Paul Walker is the most not- the most recognizable of the drivers from this show. I guess they could have said, all right, Vin Diesel, maybe. You know anybody else's name that was a main character in Fast and I guess Tyrese, was he main? Was he a main character? Mm, probably not. Ludacris wasn't he? You know what I'm saying? Paul Walker was, Paul Walker is synonymous with Fast and Furious franchise. So I don't think the person was like, referencing his death i think they were referencing his character uh and it probably would have come across a little bit better if they had used the character name but i don't even know his fucking name, the character's name in, in fast and the furious <laughs> you know and so i get why people were upset but i also think it was just an honest like uh just a poor judgment call not a big not as a big of a deal as people you know, of course we love we this boycott boycott walk like okay. It was in poor taste, but like it's, I don't know. I I think that um they meant more of his character in Fast and the Furious than his actual death. Yeah, in real life, like I just don't, and I don't think they knew his character because I don't know. I'm sitting right here right now trying to think of his fucking name. Don't know it. <laughs> Do you know his name in the movie? Mm-mm. So, I mean, they said Paul Walker because that's what the name that they remember. But I really think they were talking about his character in the, in the movie. Unfortunately, they could have just put click it or ticket, sir. They could have. Like, they didn't have to they put a name. They, I mean, you know, but when you're not, it's like it's like white people that think they can say whatever they want to do because they ain't racist. Yes. So it's like they ain't considering that they may say something offensive because they're not trying to be offensive. That, yeah, that was So you fuck problem. around and say something offensive because you won't have to think about it. But, you know, people will let you know. Yeah. But un- unfortunately, Walmart can't be defeated. No. So be mad, criticize, whatever. <laughs> Walmart had a snowman t-shirt with three lines of cocaine on it. That they were selling in the stores. <laughs> Parents had to be like, this is inappropriate. What is this? This reminds me of the 60s. I don't want my City? kids to know about it today. Was it Studio 54 or Studio 64? I don't know. 54? 54. Reminded must be in the Studio 54, all that coke they were doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Studio 54. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, Walmart, you know, Walmart, Walmart. It's Walmart. They fuck up a lot. Yeah, they do. Um, uh, what am I gonna say? I don't want to address no more, no more of my stories. Uh, uh the, the only other thing that I was gonna talk about was listen. If you can find you a man <laughs> that is willing to advocate his rights to the throne for you <laughs> that's love prince william not prince william prince harry prince harry married Meghan markle okay you know she's an american or can't is she canadian what i don't think she's american i think she was born in canada she might be because i uh, know it was a big deal of them trying to go back to canada and uh, yes they didn't want uh well uh, royal patriarchy can't live in canada 
Well, as a citizen of some shit. So they are, they can because what has happened is that he's ab- they're stepping down from their royal family duties. They're no longer going to be using their titles. And he did this so that she could live in Canada half the year because the British press has been such dickheads to her. It's been real bad. It's been real bad. And it was a uh, a historian or a professor, somebody that was on CBS that had the audacity to say that this don't have nothing to do with race. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. Um, but just the fact that he is willing to do that for her, I was like, oh. <laughs> like, he and had Prince, I believe that his mother dying the way that she did. He really ain't had shit for the press since then. So they really fucked up when they start going in on his wife when the press started doing that shit. He wasn't finna stand for that shit. He's not. Harry has always been the one that was. Harry was the one that was called partying and shit. Like Harry was the one that was like, I don't give a shit. I feel like William knew that he was next. He was gonna be next in line. Whenever Queen Elizabeth died, Queen Elizabeth is like, fuck all of y'all. I don't even know if her son gonna live long enough to be a king. He might die before she do at this point. Hmm. But William knows that he's in line for the throne. So I feel like he has had to be on his best behavior and he's had to like, you know, toe the line. Harry ain't really gave a fuck about that as much as William has. So when it came to this, and the British press doing what they did. He was like, fuck y'all, we out. What's hilarious to me is that British people, one, was fussing about Meghan Markle spending all of this money, spending the money, the monarchy's money. They hated her. They didn't want her there. So when they make this announcement, you think they'd be happy to get rid of her? Nope. Now they mad about this. <laughs> now they, well, she's you know- making him do this. When you get ready to smear somebody, you got to smear them regardless. You got to smear them <laughs> on the side where they ain't doing shit wrong. You got to smear them on the side where they do it. It don't matter. They're going to find a way to make her at fault for something. That's how media works. When they've chosen you to be the martyr, then that's what you're going to be yeah. regardless. So now she's forcing him to do this and forcing him to say, and I just, in what I've seen of him, I don't think he's the kind of person that would be forcing to do it. I think he loves her. He loves his son. They got a kid now. He knows what the British press did to his mother. They were the cause of her death. And he just ain't with the shits. And he don't have to be. Harry is like 15th of some shit in line for the throne. He ain't not going to be king ever. He knows that. It don't matter. It don't matter. So I was like, oh, that's probably the most romantic thing I've ever seen. And he's a prince that I, or yeah, a prince that actually stepped down for his, like it's a real life fucking fairy tale. Yeah. You don't really get to see that very often. So I just thought that was kind of cool and good for him. And I've all, I don't really give a fuck about the royal family, but I've always liked Harry. And I know before somebody come with this shit about him having, I know I've seen the picture with him with that Nazi shit on his arm. I know. I'm aware. <laughs> so please don't comment that shit. I get it. But I also think that he was being dumb and I, I haven't seen anything in his behavior since that point that would make me feel like he out here been he married a biracial woman <laughs> i just uh whatever anyway kudos to them they still gonna live in they gonna live in england half the year and canada half the year good for them so yeah just find you a nigga that's willing to sacrifice as much as he is for his woman I goddamn mean, he's sacrificing a lot 
But I don't think it's I don't I don't know maybe it's not a lot to him. I don't think it's most. I mean, the reality is he saw his mama go down this path of trying to get away from the media and shit. And you know I think some comments he made is that he saw his mama go through this shit and this led her to her demise. And he don't want to live in this shit. Yeah. Like imagine. And he don't want his son to live in. He has a kid now. Imagine how much Meghan Markle is having to deal with. I mean, imagine her being followed and chased by paparazzi. Like, he know what that's like. And saying bullshit. They are so mean to her. Like, and she ain't did shit. <laughs> but be American and marry him. And bitch has been mad ever since. Like, And be black. Half black. Man, I just wish she would have married a Tanisha Jenkins. <laughs> Instead of a Meghan Markle, goddamn. They wouldn't be. <laughs> she'll be on their ass. Oh, yeah. She'd have got them out. They, they mm-hmm. would have. Mm, yeah. It's been a whole different thing. But, you know, they want to let that motherfucker in the family. No. <laughs> Megan was able to, you know, she was able to meld into the family pretty well. I wouldn't have been, yeah, he wouldn't have married me. They wouldn't have let me in. They wouldn't have. They I, bet, let I bet they barely let her in. They was like, just like this situation, they called a family meeting. They all sat in there and like, are we really finna let this nigga bitch in the family? <laughs> really? <laughs> yes, but you can't call her a nigga bitch. <laughs> You gotta say her name, okay? Uh, we all know she's a nigga bitch, but we gotta say her name. You know, like I feel like they knew Harry was gonna be stubborn about it. Like I knew, cause I feel like if the queen has had not given her blessing, I feel like he still would have married her. They I were think- probably like Harry. You could do anything, just don't be gay. <laughs> just don't be gay. He was like, okay. I won't be gay. They were like, oh, shit. What this mean? I know how he said it. He got some other shit brewing. Ah, this Harry crazy motherfucker. They had lost their mind if she had been fully black. She's half black and they losing their mind. And they still saying mean shit about the baby. The baby's 75% white. <laughs> and they still talking shit about the baby. He's almost white. One drop rule. I guess so, because goddamn. One fucking drop. That little nigga's all, he look like a white baby. <laughs> For now. Yeah. He might have, I don't know, her hair, she get her hair straightened a lot, so I don't even know what her natural hair look like. So he might He might have a little curly red <laughs> I don't know. That would be funny. <laughs> mm. You sound like them motherfucking media over there. It would be funny. <laughs> I, I, I would think it was cute. I would think it would be funny just because it would make them even more angry. Okay. That's how you want to put it. <laughs> My roommate just screamed. I don't know if y'all can hear it. But oh, it Lord Jesus. Is what he <laughs> oh, he must be getting his ass handed to him. Nah, that was a good one. Oh, Lord Jesus. Somebody got either somebody on his team got surprised, ambushed, <laughs> or he got ambushed, but... He usually come out on top on that shit. That's hilarious. Anyway, you got anything else on your mind? I do not. Well, until we come to the next conversation. We out. Holla. Holla.